Welcome to the High and Dry Podcast with your co-hosts uh, Ushin uh, and, and Derek McGarrigo. Yep. And uh, what's my second name? Oh, it sure is, boss. Sure fucking is. I'm going to make that regular thing. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. There's something natural about it, baby. How are you doing, Derek? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm all right. We've been recording a lot of podcasts. Yep. So, uh, yeah, it's good. We're, we're, we're in the flow, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if we need to tell people that we've been doing a... But no, it's fine. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of podcasts over several days. Yeah, over over a long amount of time. And as far yeah. as a lot of people can in our studio, we're in our studio. We're in a studio uh, apartment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't see just our friend. There's a toilet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a a, a, a Brazilian uh, couple. <laughs> uh, brings down the rent. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, we need to get a studio at some point. I think once we're big wigs. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get studio and staff. I love to have staff. I love to have someone to like um, be like molest. What? Yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I thought you were going somewhere. Yeah, that's that's why I got into comedy. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. That's why you got. You're in. You're a writer in showbiz. You're like, when am I getting one of those interns? They've been telling me. Yeah, about. when am I going to the Epstein Temple? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Who's taking over the Epstein Temple? By the way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's uh, Brad Garrett. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Ray Romano's brother. <laughs> Ray Romano's a fake brother. He owns the Epstein Temple, and you got to get on the list. Uh, fuck it. Can I get, get, me on, get me on the Garrett list? Yeah. I just want to go out to check out. I'll be like Trump. I'll just talk to the. Uh, I'll just talk to the staff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hang out like Trump and just not do anything. You know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll just talk to the. I'll talk to the bartender. So what's it like bartending? Meanwhile, you're fucking fiddling. <laughs> you're diddling. You know what's so funny is that like so many kind of right wing people are like uh, fucking Hollywood liberals. We know what they're doing. They're going to fucking Epstein Island. They're all yeah. with like the pedophile on the uh, you know Lolita Express or whatever. But then, <laughs> oh yeah, Lolita. Yeah. But then when someone does get done for like uh, having sex with underage girls, they're like. Oh, what? So it's like a fella can't just have a bit of fun, can't just be a bit wild anymore. It's like, what do you think Epstein's doing? It's exactly the same thing. Like, yeah, exactly. Like the crossover between people who defend Chris D'Elia and people who are like mad about Epstein is like really high, I think. Like, there are a lot of the same kind of guys. Like, Wait, so say that again. The guys who are against Chris no, D'Elia? The guys who are defending Chris D'Elia uh, okay. and being like, oh, he's just a playboy. He's just yes. having sex with a bunch of like 16 year olds. What's wrong with it? Yeah. It's like, that's what Epstein's doing too. It's yeah. the same shit. Like. Yeah. But I don't think they're defending Epstein. I think they're defending like Trump. And stuff. No, the people who are mad about Epstein are the people who are defending Chris D'Elia. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll cut this. <laughs> no, we don't have to cut my confusion. I get you. I get you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, what's been going on with you? What's well, up in Howlandville? Well, well, speaking of fiddling, well, like, there is, like, you know, uh, like, not much really, but, but it does, like, this Epstein, these kind of fiddling with kids and shit. There are these in America. I think a lot of conservative people are just really repressed, like sexually repressed. Oh, you think so? Yeah, like the Republicans stuff like that. Because like, I, 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 I mean, I wouldn't say that about like Donald Trump or someone like that. That's like, true. Or I feel like that's kind of the old Republicans. The new Republicans are like they're letting it all hang out. They're all in a fucking orgies. Yeah, there's literally a guy in a wheelchair. <laughs> there's a guy in a wheelchair who's a senator. Who's a oh the wheelchair? No, but he accused them all of being pedophiles, didn't he? 
Uh, yeah, and then there's like all photos of him dressed as a lady, uh, like an orgy. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, all these fucking guys have it. Like, uh, like I was, I was. To be fair, I don't think like can you really can you really meet to someone in a wheelchair? It's like, come on, ladies, you can get away if you want. <laughs> like, he's very slow. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where you're like, it's, you're getting pushed to be a victim then. Yeah, just yeah, like, come on. Like, he, he's, he can't even, come on. He chased like, me. Yeah, yeah. Walk, get he's, on a curb. He's, he's stuck, yeah, exactly. Go up some stairs. He's like a fucking Dalek. Like. <laughs> yeah, literally get on a curb. And he's like, you're just like, ah. Yeah, yeah. Jack the Ripper. It's like, yeah, just fucking, yeah, go down a cobble street. And you're safe. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, fair play to him for being in orgies and stuff. Because they'd always yeah. think it was funny because he was just such a, like, bro and stuff. And that was yeah. his whole thing. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm about, like, real man. I'm not like those cook liberals. And it's like, well, it's only because we're cook liberals that we're not just making fun of you for being in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, I mean, come on. Like, Dar- like Derek, <laughs> you immediately show your colors. You're like, yeah, like, that someone calls you a cook. You're like, well, I could bring up your wheelchair, but I'm not going. <laughs> I could go- but it's but it is weird to be like it's like I'm just calling a spade a spade. I'm not gonna be I'm not gonna be nice to people or like worry about their feelings or whatever. And it's like, but don't mention I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> like, but the new Republic- it'll be real if we're going back to like old school masculinity, like back in the old days and like cowboy times. It's like the guy in the wheelchair wasn't doing shit. He wasn't getting to be mayor of the town. He was yeah. like you know. He could be the town drunk, and that's what I did. Or he could like sing yeah. a song, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. toss him a coin or whatever. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was like literally that was the only options. <laughs> the only options, yeah, be the town drunk. Yeah, and the family, as family, would just be like disgraced because they oh, dared have true. a cripple, like, and they would just call him a cripple. As well. Yeah, <laughs> they know, call him a cripple. No, you're in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. And every time he's brought up, they're like, "Oh no, the the old the old duels. Their son's a bit off." Yeah, yeah, and like. You know, they, it wasn't, you know, you weren't tolerated to be gay. Like, that wasn't cool. But, like, it's yeah. a hell of a lot better than being in a wheelchair. But on, the, on, the, on the social stratum, you know, you could be, you could even be trans. You could be, like, dressing up as a lady and, you know, you know, they'd be, you'd the piano player be playing in, the, in, a, in yeah. a tavern and you could yeah. do a bit of a dance. It's like, <laughs> you're part of the fun, you know? <laughs> Behind a wheelchair is not doing shit. He's not even allowed in the tavern. How's he going to get there? you got to get there on your horse. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, if we can call it a particular, uh, uh, you know, epoch, it was kind of like saloon epoch. Like, ta- there's taverns and saloons. Yeah, yeah. This was the period we're talking about. People, they, they call it the Old West, but I think we can call it the saloon the epoch. Saloon, is, the uh, saloon is a epoch. <laughs> so, yeah. There's the different eras. There's the Jurassic, there's the Paleontolic, there's the saloon era. <laughs> the, saloon, the saloon epoch. That, that would be better if I can remember one of the other eras that are in Jurassic. No, that was pretty good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, you could definitely be a, a man in a dress uh, just uh, dancing on a table, and, yeah, you're so much higher up the fucking stratum than yeah, uh, yeah. anybody with any physical uh, impairment. Like, but I don't even know what the uh, right-wing uh, kind of uh, mentality is, because, yeah, nowadays they're all, uh, you know, they're into, some of them are, like, for drugs and shit, and they're all sex. Like, Everyone's gotten very confused. Yeah. No one knows what they want, like, even, yeah. like, and then, like, liberals are, like, against free speech and stuff. Yeah. And they're, like, for corporations running the world. <laughs> it's, like, all this stuff that not that long ago used to be, like, that was, liberal yeah. was against, being against that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. And now it's, like, oh, I'm so glad Disney are coming in and, like, making the laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We really want Twitter. Good on Twitter, just not, yeah, anyone we don't like, don't let them on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is actually a thing that, because I get annoyed when, like, uh, 
people have opinions that I agree with, but they just present their opinions in like a kind of hypocritical or dishonest way. And mm. I'm like, just like, just, I don't know. Okay. Well, so an example is like, so in America is this thing like Bud Light are doing uh, an ad with a trans person or whatever. This is like- Yeah, Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like obviously every podcaster is talking about this shit. Like yeah. but most of them are like against it or whatever. I think it's good or well, it's good. I don't know if it's good because I don't really, I don't think Bud Light are really, you know, moving <laughs> forward any, you know, social movements. Yeah. But I mean, whatever, it's fine. It's yeah, like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's an ad with a trans person. Cool. If you don't like it, whatever, don't. It's yeah. a fucking ad. Just ignore it. Like, yeah. Uh, but it is, and like, I think that's the argument is that like, just what's wrong with an ad? The only, the only reason to not like this ad is because you don't like trans people, essentially. Yeah, yeah. There's no other reason to be mad about this ad. Yeah. Uh, but like, the liberal thing against this is always that like, because right-wing people are getting mad about it and they're like, it's pretty stupid to get mad about a beer ad. It's like, why are you getting mad about a beer ad? Like, as if liberals don't get mad about <laughs> about, about about you know basically insignificant things yeah. and obviously if bud light put an anti-trans ad out you'd be getting mad like <laughs> yeah. and rightly so because it's like it's an ad that's you know going against all your beliefs yeah. so if you don't like trans people of course you're gonna be mad about this ad yeah it's not like you're getting mad about something stupid yeah you know what i mean like so it's just say that like don't be don't try to be like like it's it's just weird when it's like everything a right-wing person is annoyed about is stupid and everything we are annoyed about is yeah. like morally justified yeah. and like we're right and it's just like yeah i don't know why that's and it's not a good it doesn't get people on your side because you just sound smug yeah and i don't know why it's like the liberal thing is always to try and be as smug as possible well yeah like they do not see the pattern they do not see the pattern that they're like you're so stupid. You're getting pissed off by ad, and then when they do it, they just they can't see just they're literally the same thing. And it's like so. It's just you got to get out of the game. You got to really pay attention to yeah. You're doing the exact same thing. So get out of the game. Get out of the fucking outrage game. Yeah. No. Get out of the outrage game. But also, I mean, it's actually it's fine. I think it's fine to get outraged about you know some stuff like I mean I would be pretty mad if Bud Light did a, an anti-trans ad or like an anti-whatever it would be crazy though like, it would be crazy I'd be, real, I'd be more super confused <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> like, like what mean, would an anti-trans ad be the, let's stay on the saloon team they walk into a saloon it's saloon times yeah yeah <laughs> there's a man in a dress and then a guy just beats the living hell out of him <laughs> Bud Light <laughs> <laughs> just, just walks up to him and picks up a chair, smashes it off him. But, but I mean, like, it's not that crazy. I mean, do you remember the Yorkie ads? It used to be like, Yorkie, it's not for girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that wasn't a million years ago. Like, oh, it was like, that was their selling thing, just being like, Yorkie, we fucking hate women. <laughs> <laughs> now it's, now it's, Yorkie, who defines a boy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yorkie, where it was super gay. <laughs> yeah, there is some. I like, cause, yeah, I don't even. <laughs> like, with the. Yeah, with the right wing now, yeah, they are all over the place. Like, because I don't even know if they're against some of them are against trans. I don't even know if they're for trans. Like, because a lot of them, like, a lot of the Southern Republicans as well. Like, I was in Austin, right? Rogie Lance. But this was, I think, before Rogie landed, actually. It was a few years ago. And, uh, <laughs> like, like I, I was sitting in a. Um, this is just, this is just like this, this guy, this, I met this guy, right? I was at this cafe, I was at this cafe, this guy just sat across from me. I was on my laptop and this was an effeminate, like very effeminate and he was a, a effeminate kind of Republican guy. 
And he was yeah. like in his, his mid 40s. And all very Southern people in America are quite a family. Super. It's like, well, laddie dow, I'm getting the vapors. Well, I declare. <laughs> like, yeah. And like uh, they have a little handkerchief and they're all like, they, 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 get, they get really, they have to clutch their pearls anytime someone's out of sorts. Yeah, well, yeah. I never. That kind of shit. I mean, if you watched Gone with the Wind and you didn't know about slavery, you would think it was just a war to, for like a gay American, a non-gay American. <laughs> they were like, <laughs> well, there used to be a time when it was all right to be gay in America and you could just sit on your plantation and just have sex with as many boys as you wanted. And then the other guy's like, no way. <laughs> this, is, this must be stopped. Yeah, because the, the union people are always like very like square. They're like, no, for, for the union, we must keep America together. And like, well, lordy me. Oh, I just want to have a few sex with my slaves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why don't you leave us alone? We're just being ourselves. You must change. Like, it's yeah, if you really don't have yeah. a lot of context, you're like, these unionists, <laughs> yeah. these are bastards. Everyone's called like Daisy May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just being ourselves. <laughs> and everything sounds like it's an innuendo as well. It's yeah. like, well, I gotta go to town to maybe get a few horses if you catch my drift. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's just gonna get some horses. <laughs> yeah. And you're being very mean to him. You won't be allowed to do this when I get in there. And you're like, oh my god, yeah. Like they are. Like I was. So I was down there. I was in this cafe. This guy, right? Like this is. <laughs> so this guy was across me, and you know, I'm on my, I'm on my, my laptop. I start, you know, I start looking from my periphery. I start seeing him, kind of trying to make eye contact with me. He's he's already limp wristed and his 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 knees are together and he's just like he's fanning himself. Yeah, there's he didn't have a fan in his hand, but in my memory he clearly had a fan. Yeah, the his energy hand. of a fan. He had an energy of a guy just dealing with the. It's terribly hot this evening. He was wearing a white linen linen suit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, place as much shit on him as you want. It was that energy. You're not missing the energy. And he he I yeah I'm kind of looking up at him. And he kind of then he get when he sees the eye we make eye contact, he's like, "Oh, where are you from?" And I'm like, ah, I'm, "I'm Irish. How are you? Yari, how are you doing?" And he's like, oh, "Okay, oh, you come here much?" And I'm just like, uh, "No, no, it's my first time." He's like, oh, "Okay, I'm," a, and then it goes quiet for a second, and he says, "I'm a mayor. <laughs> I'm a mayor of a small town in Texas." <laughs> I was like, All he right. just brought that up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, he was hoping I would ask him, <laughs> but he's just he's just panicked. He's just like. Well, I'm a mayor of a very small town in Texas. I'm like, all right, cool, are you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm in town with my mother. She ain't so well. Like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of busy. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't mean to interrupt. And then I'm just going on my laptop. I'm sending some emails. And I'm, just, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to work, you know. And then he just, I, I, I make a mistake to look up again. He's still, like, staring dead in my eyes. So, uh, so, um... So, so do you enjoy Texas? I'm like, yeah, it's, it looks nice. I've just been here a few hours. And he's like, okay. You're a very handsome little Irish boy, aren't you? I'm like, all right. <laughs> Wait, know. so this, this, this guy is gay, is he? Well, he says he isn't. Like, okay. Because, <laughs> you know, he says, yeah, he says, he says, you're a very handsome little Irish boy, aren't you? I bet all the girls like you. I'm like, yeah, um, uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and, then, and he goes... My, my wife, uh, she's a beautiful woman, my wife, and she's not in town with me this evening. Okay, I mean, I don't know. This guy sounds 
pretty gay. Like. This guy sounds pretty gay. Uh, either way, yeah. So he's he's so he's the mayor of a small town in Texas. <laughs> like it's funny that we th- we started by being like, oh, all southern people they're kind of gay or whatever, and you're telling just this story about it. And then he was like, why don't you come into the bathroom and I can suck your cock? It's like, but that's just what southern people are like. They're yeah. all like that. Like. <laughs> but he is. But he is mentioning his wife. He's just like my wife. He's like, you know, I'm a mayor. She's my wife has stood by me through really hard times. Right? Like, yeah, I bet she has. I'm like, bet she has, buddy. <laughs> and then and then and then he gets like, oh, I got a phone call. And then he's on the phone and he's like on the phone I can basically hear his lawyer he's just like but before he answers he looks at his phone it's like a movie he's looking at his phone he's like my lawyer's calling me uh, I, there's some problems in my in my town at the moment <laughs> they're, they're trying to get rid of me in my little town I'm like I wonder why and he, he gets on the phone me hello Jacobs how are you basically hear Jacobs through the phone like here we really got to get in front of this we really basically we got to get in front of this Mr. Mayor and he's like he goes really quiet and it's just like so Jacobs there's a real sexy little Irish man in front of me right now <laughs> he's just sitting here <laughs> basically I heard Jacobs just exasperated do not talk to that Irish boy <laughs> please Mr. Mayor stop talking to him now like just the most exasperated mayor of a small like religious you know think about a small town in Texas just super religious and there's a feminine guy and he keeps trying to convince everyone he's not gay but every time he this is fucking 2pm in a cafe on a fucking Thursday like he's just like trying to pick up fucking random guys like, yeah yeah his lawyer he's literally I'm sure his legal problems are exactly to do what he's just doing like basically like, the, you could just hear the lawyer like jesus come on bill and and then the, and then his last his i think his last foray i don't know why he thought this was going to work but he just goes to me uh i know matthew mcconaughey <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and renee zellweger i went to school with them <laughs> i mean that is that would have worked on me <laughs> yeah. i went to school with renee zellweger i'm like all right yeah and uh, yeah, like I, you know, I, I you know don't. You know, yeah. I, I molested him. Uh, yeah, I t- me and him had a, a fine little time. Me and Matthew did. I gave him the fire to make him such a big star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like I, I really, yeah, like that kind of. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think there's a, a, a lot of like because then there's this other Republican in Texas. And, How did you know this guy was a Republican? Uh, I don't know. That's a good point. But he's in Texas. I don't know. I guess maybe, yeah. No, he probably is. And he wasn't from Austin. He wasn't from Austin. He was from outside. He was from a small rural town in Texas. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, he probably is. Yeah. I just figured. And, um, and, uh, yeah. And then, like, then there's another, there's another, like, Republican senator in Texas, and he's, like, against gay marriage, like, uh, very vehemently or whatever. And, and then, like, uh, there's all of these. (laughs) So he literally goes onto the floor and he's just like, Marriage is between a man and a woman. This is a sacred bond. It's from the Bible. We must respect people's religious uh, blah, blah, blah. And then literally the next day, it's just like he's on Instagram, like following twinks. <laughs> and just all these thirst pics saying, you look very good. <laughs> and, then, and then like, and then there are journalists like, sir, you're against gay marriage. You're against homosexuality. But why are you, why are you commenting on this person's photo? He's like, he's my friend and you look at the photo it's literally just like a guy's asshole <laughs> like a spread asshole and he's just like he, I, I thought it was a very nice uh, pond near, near his, his gaping anus look I can explain this 
I did not know you could see the likes on Instagram. <laughs> you know, that's what he thought. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, really, just smartphones are going to ki- kill anybody. Just, just, even if everyone tells you, just don't be on it. This is not worth it. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just fuck it. Like, but also, I mean, like, is that, I mean, obviously that's hypocritical, but does that really change anything if you think about it? Like, what? Like, literally, because I mean, obviously gay people, I don't think even the biggest Republican thinks gay people are going to go away. Like, yeah. so literally what he's doing is what Republicans want. They want gay people to just do their gay shit in yeah. private and be secret and ashamed of it. And they just, <laughs> they just want it to be ashamed. They even say it. It's like, whatever you do behind closed doors and yeah. don't tell anyone about and yeah. have a wife. Yeah. And, you know, that's, well, they're okay with that. Like, yeah. And to tell you the truth, now, like, no one would be against it. Like, especially they wouldn't be openly against gay. They'd, like, if they were kind of not okay with gay marriage, they would have a different reason. They would, like, explain it. Yeah, no, yeah. They, they would explain yeah. it in biblical terms and, like, like there'd be something like... They'd say, oh, I'm fine with it, but just, you know, whatever. Everyone needs a religious freedom yes. to, yeah, whatever, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Or, yeah, or like, I've heard like, one where it's like, this is the oldest contract in society. It's the most basic and fundamental contract. So changing it, we change it to our own um, dismay, our own um, whatever. Yeah. Which is funny because it's like, it's like, you don't even, you don't even believe this yourself. Nobody believes this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's almost, it's more honest just to be like, just do it because I don't like gay people. Like, at least <laughs> yeah. that's real. Like, that would be yeah. amazing. Like. <laughs> at least now it's like, with all the like trans stuff, like, and, you know, transphobic people, like, mm. uh, I'll give Chappelle a little bit of respect. And this is rare. You know this. Here we go. Like, I will say, like, people like J.K. Rowling have all this, like, bullshit about, like, no, I'm just worried about, like, safety of women and whatever. I just think, like, being a woman is, you know, a sacred thing that blah, blah, blah. And it's like, you can't just let anyone be a woman and whatever. And then Jade Chappelle is just like, yuck. (laughs) And it's like, yeah. 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 And, like, at least that's honest. He's really honest about his objection. It's just yuck. Literally (laughs) said yuck. It's pretty amazing. And But that's literally, I mean, obviously that's everyone's problem with it. Anyone who's against it, there's no, like, yeah, anything else is just it's, yeah. just, it's just, it's just yuck. <laughs> and also, like, a lot of, it, like, words are just always messy. Politics is so nonsensical. Because a lot of these people, if you're just kind of in the world, firstly, how often do you even come in contact with a lot of people? Like, And then even if you do, a lot of time you're just going to be polite, I guess. Like, no, yeah. one, no one's actually going to be, like, uh, no matter how much you hate, uh, I don't know, ro- rogies. <laughs> You'd be like, how are you, Joe? Oh, yeah, no, exactly, yeah. Uh, and even, like, I mean, all trans stuff, it feels like it's just a proxy war for other things. Like, yeah. it's not really about trans people. Uh, yeah. They're just caught in the middle. Stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. No, I was, um, yeah. Fuck all that politics shit. Fuck all the trans. Well, I like trans. Love, tra- love trans people. <laughs> I remember the first trans person I ever met. It was really, uh, it was uh, confusing. I was, in, uh, I was in Spain, right? And I was going to a... Uh, uh, I went to a place. There's ladies there. It was, let's say, let's say a strip it, was, it was nighttime. There were ladies in the night, you would Let, say. Let's say it was a strip club. And I'm saying strip club as a, uh, like, that means it's softer. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Right? So I went to this strip club. I think we all get what you mean. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, I was going there, right? And we met this. Uh, I didn't. Re- I actually didn't know at the time it was a trans. I didn't even know what a trans person was. And we're with this guy. It was like a girl. What age were you? <laughs> Twenty nine. <laughs> uh, it was. It was a ballerina from New York, and uh, like we went. Uh, we went into this uh, uh, strip club, and then it, uh, she went into. She went to go to the toilet, and like the madame was like, 
Hey, get the hell out of here. Get pasta. What are you doing here? And then he, then she got all sad. And I kept putting my arm around her. I was like, ah. Oh, so she wasn't supposed to be there because she wasn't working for the club. No, no. She was a friend. She came with us. So she came. She came with me and my friend. And we yeah, you kind of you kind of pretty girls in the strip club, just like you know, it's like yeah. Uh, the same way you can't you can't come into a pub and just like sell your own cans to people. <laughs> you got to be part of the establishment. Exactly. So she was with us, and then she started going to the girls' toilet, and the madame was like not having it, like ah. And then we we like I got to leave, and then. Uh, we, uh, oh Jesus Christ! You should have seen. <laughs> it was actually such a beautiful. I remember we we, we then we broke into a pool, and uh, and uh, we like all got naked. And we all jumped in the pool, and like this ballerina, this ballerina got on a wall, and just the moon was just pelting off her gorgeous ass. It was just like <laughs> just slamming off her ass. It's like this. It's like the moon was spanking her. I swear <laughs> to God, the the rays of the moon was like flabbing her ass in the fucking moonlight. It was just. It was. It was beautiful moment and then i was like that was the least romantic way to describe something that could otherwise be quite romantic <laughs> <laughs> this this ass has been punished by the moon <laughs> yeah. the moon was given this this ass a talking to i'll tell you that much <laughs> it was fucking delightful just striking her, her gorgeous uh, ballerina ass um but yeah no i was like yeah traveling's traveling's where it's at i want to go back on the road Spain, Africa. Last time I was in Africa, I'm telling you. you would you ever go to Africa? What's yeah. your feelings about Africa? Yeah, I've never been, but I would. And I probably will at some stage. Yeah. During my life. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's probably pretty cool. Yeah, it's good, except for all the rubble. Uh, but rubble's kind of cool, isn't it? <laughs> it's cool. You can, I don't mind they, a bit of rubble. They keep, some, they keep some vagrants in there that crawl out when you walk by. It's fun. Oh, actually, to be fair, I have been to, I went to Tunisia as a kid, which is... Oh, pretty, really? Yeah, yeah. But I, but I suppose because that's sort of nor I've never been to Black Africa. <laughs> I've, been, I've been to Arab Africa. There we go. There, <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, yeah. Tunisia. Uh, I was in Kenya. Yeah, like last time I was there, I went. Um, yeah, because I miss traveling. Cause I miss fucking going like I don't know, fucking scuba diving and shit. Last time I was in Africa, I went skydiving. Did you ever do something like that? Uh, I don't think I would. I think it sounds cool. Uh, yeah. I think I, but I, I don't know. Like maybe I don't know. I'm, but I'm like I'm not great with heights. Like so, I don't think I would like oh, oh, yeah. you know jump out of the plane. Like you're not good at heights. I'm uh, not good at anything. Like that's <laughs> <laughs> no, so funny. It's funny that you said I'm not good at heights, but I still consider it. You're, it, was, it was just kind of like, well, I hate heights, but uh, what does skydiving entail? <laughs> yeah, I understand those heights. I'm also afraid of flying, and then you have to fly as well. Like, uh, but <laughs> my biggest fear is heights. Uh, what does it's like saying my biggest fear is fire? And it's just like, would you ever set yourself on fire? You're like, well, I am afraid of fire. Uh, I still, but you might do it. But I always say I might I still do might it. if it was the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might do it. To, you know, to confront your fears or whatever. Like, oh, I get uh, you. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm not like good at talking to people, and yes, I've you know done stand up comedy and I'm doing a podcast, so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's one of those things that make sense, but you do them anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I but I do think it's scary. Jerry, I've seen, I remember watching like videos of people sky, skydiving gone wrong, like oh, there's a lot of those fuck. on YouTube, like some of them were terrifying, like 
there's this one where the guy jumps out of the plane and he his parachute goes out and then his his parachute gets tangled yeah so the parachute is like wrapped around in like that kind of like yeah, really yeah, yeah, like yeah. tight thing like and it's just like so i think he does that oh like the first one doesn't come out then his backup parachute gets tangled and then and it's just you know it's one of those like you're seeing from his pov Jesus. and they're like a uh, little camera like so he looks up at the parachute he looks down at the ground coming towards him and you just hear him go like oh no <laughs> In this tiny little squeaky voice, like. and then he dies. No, no, he lives. Uh, yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no ones where people die because that'd be pretty grim. Like, oh, you I mean, there probably is, but I think you gotta go into like I don't know, the dark web for that. Uh, no, but no, what he does is actually incredible to watch. He basically looks up and he starts untangling his parachute as he's falling. Oh, shit. So he's like going like this. Yes. And just like unwrapping his parachute, and basically he does it like you like the ground's coming towards him, and he does yeah. it about like maybe two seconds away before yeah. he would die. Like, Jesus. and then like he lands, and then his like friends run over to him because they saw what happened. Like, so his friends run over to him, and then they're like, "Don't, don't move, don't get up," because they still think he had like a bad landing because yeah. he was like he came so close. And then he's like, no, I'm fine, fine. They're like, no. And then eventually he like, gets up and they realize he's okay. And then they all like hug him. It's actually really moving because they're all like, holy shit, you're still alive. Jeez. And they're all like, yeah. It's an incredible video. Yeah. And it kind of makes you want to do side diving because it's so like intense to watch it. Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. And you also don't because I, I would not untag my parachute in that situation. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would definitely be gone. You're like, I want to do that. Look, he's getting hugs. <laughs> I just want to hug. There's easier ways to get hugs. <laughs> I just want affection. There's easier ways to get hugs, Derek. You don't have to fucking jump off something and not die. Um, I'm just trying to like go skydiving with my dad just because I want this experience. Exactly, like, yeah. I'm like deliberately tangling the parachute. Like, Look at me, dad. <laughs> I'm not going to be ignored, dad. <laughs> Father. Yeah. And there's another one where like they jump out and then they fall down and then two of them crash into each other and knock themselves unconscious like as in they butt heads in Fuck. the middle of the air and that's crazy and then literally like the the other guy like the instructor like is doing the Keanu Reeves and point break thing he's like swimming through the air to get them to pull their parachutes because they're unconscious and they can't pull their own parachutes like holy fucking and shit. that's pretty intense like that is fucking crazy um yeah so fucking skydiving so I went right um and it's why it was fucking yeah like it is because you are you do just jump out of a plane <laughs> like yeah you know, i know you think it is but like you're like oh yeah of course but it is you so we get there right and it's it's in kenya it's in mombasa and we just meet this we meet this bulgarian guy this quiet bulgarian stoic guy and then we meet a a frazzled australian right yeah <laughs> well that's yeah that's not good because generally they're quite a laid back people <laughs> so like yeah. the only thing I think that would frazzle an Australian skydiving teacher is if he killed several people already you know, like, <laughs> yeah. and he's like oh, yeah, mate, I, I'm not I'm not having the best day if I'm being honest <laughs> <laughs> I got a bit of blood on me old hands me old, yeah. me old Andrew Dews <laughs> yeah but Andrew Dews he's like oh this guy you're not getting employee of the month yeah 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 like this fucking guy yeah a frazzled Australian is just a pseudonym for a serial killer yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. a frazzled Australian skydiving instructor is a serial killer <laughs> yeah there's really no other way about it like yeah so to tell you the truth this is where uh, politeness could, could kill you right watch out about being polite like because this was my friend. I was with my friend, right? And the fucking... I bet he regretted it right afterwards. It was very nice of him. But he, I, I was having a bad time. 
And he, he actually just went here. I'll, <laughs> we didn't even talk about it. He saw what I saw. He saw a fucking, like, a killer Bulgarian who might never die. Yeah. Basically looks like Putin when he was 20. Yeah. And acts like Putin now. <laughs> and then there was the Australian who, uh, Frazzled Australian, who was well, basically like Kramer. <laughs> but now, <laughs> during, during the Seinfeld series. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's like Homer Simpson vibes. Like, so, but my friend, like, basically, we didn't even talk about but <laughs> my friend Rory said, I'll take the Australian. <laughs> I was like, man, you're fucking, you're just being nice. But you're, the minute we're fucking up there, you're not going to be happy. Yeah, that's sweet of him. Uh, but I mean, what can you do if you're going to do it? Either, either one of you has to take the Australian or you have to back out. Like, But also, it's easy to do that when you're not fucking hundreds of thousands of feet in the air. Like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when you're fucking 10,000 feet up or whatever. Uh, yeah, you're really changing your politeness. Like, Did he try to back out or did he try and switch back? Could you imagine? Could you actually imagine trying to back out when you're strapped to a guy 8,000 <laughs> oh, feet? Oh, you'd already been strapped him before you went up, like. Yeah, so this... Okay, all right, yeah. So you have no choice. He was, I, I thought you were still just sitting in the plane, and he was like, I mean, I mean, if you want the Australian, maybe he's trying to, like, talk his way out of it. Like, my friend, my friend, you, I need to explain the plane to you, because you, in your mind, you have an idea of, like, a plane with seats and a plane that that has a door right, right okay <laughs> this is a fucking uh, lawnmower in the in the sky oh jesus <laughs> this yeah this thing literally was started by uh, by fucking uh, spinning the turbine really quick. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was started the same way you know those like uh, wooden like uh, water mills start yeah yeah <laughs> you have to pull it hard enough and it goes and they have to roll it downhill <laughs> off a ramp exactly. to get it going like <laughs> <laughs> and we're fucking in there and we're in this we're, we get into this so we, we go to the little uh, um, you know uh, um, uh, runway and we just get into this little uh, fucking Ford broken tractor with his little rubber wheels and we just we kind of clamber into it and we're I guess strapped into the Bulgarian uh, so I'm just at his kind of you know in between his legs and he's strapped to my back and then Rory's strapped to the the Australian who keeps going huh, every couple of seconds. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and, uh, and so we're now we're in this little lawnmower and it's like fucking, as far as I can tell, a 15-year-old boy uh, <laughs> is just flying us. Uh, like he doesn't have his provisional yet. <laughs> he leads back. He's like, do you know I'm, like, I'm not supposed to be flying along my provisional? Uh, we're up in the sky, right? You know, like I'm not sure. I'm not sure how many feet, but like 5,000 feet maybe. I, I don't know, 8,000. I don't know how big that is, but... We're fucking high up, like. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, if you if you actually fall out and your thing doesn't work, if your um, if your shoot doesn't work, go towards the trees. Everyone remember that. You don't go. To, you want. You think you go towards the water, but that's basically going towards. If you try to land in the water, it's basically trying to land in a car park. Like it's just you will just fucking. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's better to go to the trees because you'll you'll hit through trees and will slow you as much as it can. Like. Yeah, but I mean, if you fall out and your shoot doesn't work, I think just night night. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't think there's much point in you know thinking well, yeah. about like aim, there... aim for the trees. Come on, <laughs> <Yeah>. man. Like, <laughs> well, you know, you got to do something. You got to do something with your time in the day. Like also, you have two shoots, don't you? Have a shoot and a backup shoot. Like, so, you, um, so yeah. you have to jump out and then. And then, so say you're with an instructor, you had to jump out. Your shoot didn't work. Your backup shoot didn't work. The instructor's shoot didn't work. The instructor's backup shoot didn't work. And now you're going to aim for the trees and hope your luck holes. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. 
But anyway, the trees, <laughs> the trees are what they tell you to do. I mean, if that happens, you would aim for the trees, and the trees would somehow you like, and like fall on your balls, and your balls would be like pierced by the top of the tree or something, and it'd be like, <laughs> yeah, we've never seen this, but he was impaled ball first uh, up through his mouth. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and he was conscious for eight hours afterwards. I said, "We've never seen anything like it." <laughs> somehow, he somehow hit the tree, then fell off the tree. The tree broke and fell on top of him. It was pretty magical. And then got eaten <laughs> by wolves, and then, and then and then covered in gasoline, set on fire. Um, yeah, so you're up there. It's fucking terrifying. Like, but so I'm up there. I'm strapped to this fucking guy I just met. Uh, I'm just I'm fucking terrified. Like I'm just like fuck. And then the Australian strapped to my friend, and the Australian keeps looking out. Like with really scared eyes, and then he says, "He, there's a, there's like a plane that's really far away. Uh, you can kind of see another plane, but it's really far away." And the guy keeps going, "What? Who's that plane? Who's that plane?" And the no, guy, everyone's a bit like quiet. And the guy flying planes, like, "Don't worry about it. They're not going to come near us." No, 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 no! Don't fly over that plane! Don't fly over that plane! And Jesus! Then, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "No, no." Was Bane on this plane with you? <laughs> For some reason, on our plane, there was a guy, huge, there was a bodybuilder with a bag over his head. Yeah. <laughs> with a weirdly badly dubbed voice that seemed like it was coming from nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, it, when he spoke, it was ADR. So, yeah, so he was like, oh, yeah, I had friends who jumped out of a plane. He's like, I had like three friends who jumped out of a plane and, and hit another plane. Jeez. And then, and then we were like, <laughs> were these people that you directed? Because <laughs> you're pretty frazzled, like... Uh, so yeah so but I'm fucking nervous too so he's freaking me out and then the fucking the child pilot is freaking me out uh, but then the the, the Bulgarian uh, he hasn't said anything and then he he just farts on me <laughs> but that's kind of relaxing isn't it like and when he farted yeah. yeah I just knew everything was going to be alright <laughs> that was the most comforting fart I've ever felt and heard and smelled in my life <laughs> that fart was you're going to live. Yeah. That fart whispered, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> it's all going to be just fine. So, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's good to have, yeah, like, I don't think much phases people like that. Yeah. The Eastern Europeans. They've yeah. seen it all. Yeah. It's either, they don't care about death, so they're not afraid of it. So, it's, that's not good. But also, they're so relaxed, they're more likely going to survive like yeah no there's no and eastern european people like they you know they will die but you're not not in a skydiving accident you oh, know it's gonna take a lot more chance, than that yeah. Like, yeah yeah they'll die from yeah psoriasis in their liver or, <laughs> yeah uh, or, a, or a secret police yeah yeah like and here's the thing so you go down with these guys right so these guys this is their life they're 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 skydiving instructors sometimes they get hired to do other skydiving stuff and whatever you know right other skydiving stuff like uh, egg, like sometimes they get hired to uh, to shit on uh, to shit on people's ex girlfriends' houses <laughs> as they as they parachute over them. Very specific <laughs> skydiving things. Um, so uh, so when we landed, so that's their life. They're fucking live on adrenaline, the biggest fucking high ever. You literally just jumped out of a plane. That's yeah. what they do that a couple of times a day. So so it we, must get it must, the adrenaline must wear off after a while though more than wears off like that will fuck you up if your life is that extreme then we landed so they spent the whole day like you know they spent, they went maybe went up like four or five times that day right so then afterwards we you know there's just a little bar in the fucking uh, skydiving um, um, place 
and yeah we go into the bar and they're the most depressed people <laughs> they're just alone at the bar all like dead-eyed like drinking a beer like you know nothing nothing they don't see or feel anything because they only leave, live in extremes you know right but is it is it are are they like that because they skydive or do they skydive or do are they skydiving people because they're like that you know what i mean i do know what you mean derek yeah but i think they're like that because they're skydive because right. because that's yeah like they're just there and now they're like they've you just feel these extremes and that's and then you're just nothing will phase you then like a girl love a family you're like you don't feel anything yeah you know yeah i know what you mean uh it's a lot like the the second most extreme hardest thing in the world stand-up comedy <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly man once you once you be up there murdering murdering murder a fucking murderer man it's just you and the audience yeah it's an adversarial relationship you have to dominate. <laughs> I go up there. I say, "Welcome to Europe." You don't know what. You don't know if that's gonna fucking land, man. You don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's I, just you. You don't. You don't have no. You don't have a parachute. They've got a parachute. You, you just have your fucking wits, man. <laughs> a guy says from America. I'm like, "Whoa! Don't shoot me! Don't shoot me! With all your guns! You don't know if that's gonna land, man. <laughs> you don't know." If the audience not going to react, and if they don't react, you got to think of something else to say. You don't know who's going to be videoing on the cameras. You don't know what's going to go viral on the internet. Your whole fucking life could be over, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, um, yeah. So like fucking, yeah. So when you're, if your life is that extreme, a lot of these guys do, they get fucking super depressed, super fucked up. And then like, you got to turn like there's, you know, these guys then they really, I think the only thing that can save them is like, a lot of these guys start taking psychedelics then like okay yeah but that's kind of the personality type again is going to be similar person just got having psychedelics like yeah uh, but then so i mean like yeah they take like you know i guess you get a little bit close to that skydiving but obviously wears off because you know you're not going to die after a few jumps you know you get used to it you're like oh this is just like you know driving my car or whatever well yeah that's Uh, a bit but that'd be like if you keep getting uh sex workers and then you're like sex would mean nothing to you then you know Exactly. Or if you were a sex worker, you yeah. get a bit jaded with the old sex. Uh, you were a sex worker for a time, weren't you? Uh, I was, yeah. But it was like, uh, fluffer is what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, you were over in China. You got you got flown over by a businessman. The good thing is that I didn't really like giving hand jobs in the first place. So, yeah. I mean, I, I was never, there was nothing to go off, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was always, it was always just a job for me. It was just a job. Yeah. And, but it, and it was good because you didn't really need toilet breaks because you were already wearing a nappy. Well, I mean, that was, that was nothing to do with it. I was just was wearing a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was one of your life hacks. Yeah, I had my personal life, which I kept separate from my professional life. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen your life hack videos. <laughs> You're like, guys, you want to save time during the day? Wear a nappy. It saves you so much more time. You don't got to go to the toilet. Yeah, and I got, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about crypto in that time when you were wasting in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, you're in the toilet looking for toilet paper, and then you have to go buy more. All that time is back in my pocket thinking about crypto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yes, but you, know, you do, like, I mean, like you do, like DMT is the one that will get you because that's like the death drug. And yeah. That's like, uh, yeah. That's the big one. That's the yeah. big one. That's the fucking, uh, yeah, big, big, big kahuna. 
And it's so it's but it's weird because people say the DMT is the chemical that's released when you die, but people's lives don't flash before their eyes and they take DMT at all. That's no. like a thing. No, no, no. Instead, no. they go into like a magical realm where there's like <laughs> elves like pulling strings or whatever. Like, yeah, it sounds stupid to be honest. It would I'm be like, very annoying. If we're going there after death, that'd be very... I know, this is the thing. People are like, oh, I discovered the meaning of life from DMT. And it's like, there's these like magic elves that we can't yeah. see. I'm like, that, that can't be it, is it? <laughs> well, because it's like this. Like, I've, I was with these guys, right? So they were there. Uh, yeah, so this, this Mombasa, we're in this place called Diani Beach. So this is a beach outside Mombasa, right? So there's a lot of people around there that kind of hang out. Those guys, there's some scuba uh, diving guys. And yeah, so this guy in the group, Big, huge guy, big beard, looked like a Viking. He, uh, like, this is where you can live in these places and just have a stupid job. This fucking guy, his job was writing articles for a gambling magazine. Right. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, how are you paying to live in this fucking paradise and hang around with these gorgeous women? I, uh, I, I talk about the hand that Gus Hansen used <laughs> in the Texas Hold'em fucking the river. In I thought the river was good because he had an ace and he knew he had an ace. So it was good that he bet more because the other guy didn't have an ace. You're like, anyway, so this girlfriend is way out of my league and I'm in the sunshine all the time. Like, what? Uh, it's so sad that I know who Gus Hansen is. <laughs> like, yeah. That already takes me back. To tell you the truth, I, I, I don't know where that came from. My mind kept that in my head for some reason. Uh, but yeah, no, that is a dream life. I mean, that, I mean, that job would be replaced by AI or whatever. But like, yeah, you go to these places. It's weird that like, <laughs> but like, but yeah, the AI won't be able to enjoy the uh, the Vietnamese girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> like, or and the, the AI other, won't be able to like, see the magic in in betting more because you might get a jack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they won't. They won't be able to see the humanity. <laughs> it's the beauty of it. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, like it's gorgeous. No, but this, yeah, like you know, this is yeah. So you're there, uh, hanging out with this guy. We're drinking, and uh, we're drinking, and you know, a group of us drinking. And then the guy, for some reason, is like, "Here, we're going to go do D DMT later." So DMT is the thing that's in ayahuasca, but it's like you crystallize it and then you smoke it. Yeah, yeah. And you're definitely not supposed to do it after you drink, right? Probably not. Or does it even matter? Is it so strong that it doesn't even matter? Like, I'd, I'd say it definitely matters. Like, because firstly, it's already super dangerous. Yeah. And so anything that you're, if you're already messing with your mind, like alcohol does change the fucking your mind. So yeah, there's no way you should be doing anything before it, but it's so fucking fucked up. You shouldn't be doing it anyway. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's really not something people should be doing. I don't think. Especially, yeah, it doesn't seem like people, yeah, it should be doing Because, I mean, ayahuasca is sort of like, uh, they dilute it a little bit, so you have a bit of control, don't you? But then DMT is just like, boom, you're gone for like five minutes, but it feels like an eternity or whatever. Like, Well, this is how damaging DMT is. Joe Rogan thinks Alex Jones is a nice guy. <laughs> That's how destructive this fucking drug is. This drug literally, literally creates a chasm in your fucking hippocampus where Alex Jones hangs out as your buddy. <laughs> like, Alex Jones is just a human being. It's, it's where everyone's just a human being, which is not good. Because <laughs> some people need to be fucking sidelined from society. Like, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, you end up hanging out with those people from school who like, you know, <laughs> who got expelled and you know, should have been, you should be not part of your life anymore. Yeah, if there's a guy literally seeking a mob on bereaved parents, um, 
yeah, that guy should definitely be marginalized from society. And like Joe Rogan, if you ever, you know, you hear comics talk about him before he did DMT, he was uh, sort of an, an intellectual of comedy. You know, he smoked a pipe, he wore a sweater, he kind of, you know, he talked about Foucault a lot. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He, he, he was, yeah, he was close friends with... Uh, His name was uh, Joseph Rogini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he'd be hanging around with like Joe List a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like good, good comics like Joe List and... Uh, uh, he'd be hanging around with Sebastian Maniscalco and, uh, uh, and um, you know, um, fucking uh, Stephen Wright. And, uh, and, yeah, him and Stephen and, Wright was like... Yeah, and they were like, him and Stephen Wright, were really, they used to write together all the time, have similar material. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, then he did DMT, Eddie Bravo, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Jones. Uh, they started like, becoming more appealing. I just want to hump this stool because the stool is like just a person like me. We're all these fucking stools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, shit. He got the DMT chasm <laughs> in his brain. Yeah, like it's just, it's, it's, you know, sometimes, you know, it's good to be judgmental, you know? Like this guy, so like, you know, I'm good. Like, because I was going to do DMT, not with them, but maybe someday. Um, uh, because it's in ayahuasca ayahuasca you prepare and there's it's a, more of a you know a, a, a soup so it kind of digests slowly so you kind of have a thing but dmt you just smoke like crack like so i'm back at this guy's house this fucking obviously uh you know a kind of house that someone who writes articles about gambling should have three bedroom uh, <laughs> a beautiful mahogany wood <laughs> his two girlfriends honey can i get you anything <laughs> leave me alone woman <laughs> Leave me alone, 21-year-olds, too, uh, models. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Anyway, we're about to smoke TMT. I also love that he has this, like, ridiculous life that he doesn't deserve, and he's like, I've got to escape this. <laughs> i got to get he's out of like, here. The stress of my life. I'm trapped. <laughs> Come back to bed, baby. I'm trapped by these damn women. Maybe if I could just escape with this DMT. And then he brings out, like, looks exactly like crack. He just got his jar, his um, pipe, like, glass pipe. Puts in the crystals. He's like, do you want some? And for a second, I was like, no, nah, no, not tonight. Not good. Yeah. Better not. This guy smokes it, right? Smokes, smokes the crystals, smokes her up. Uh, I look at him. His eyes go back into his head. His body shakes. He falls back. Ten minutes go by. I'm just sitting there twiddling my old thumbs. <laughs> He's apparently in another universe. <laughs> he comes back to us 50, uh, 50 minutes later. He's just like a, a fucking baby deer that, you know, just her twigs. He's just fucking. Ah! <laughs> hey, man, you all right? How was it? <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Yeah. You know? And that was then you just were like, all right, I'm going home. <laughs> I was like, all right, I think the conversation's dead. Like, <laughs> you ever in a place where uh, you're in a, someone's house and they run out of beer and you're like, I'm going to head home? Or are we ever in a place where someone just got traumatized and. Yeah, someone, in another dimension for five minutes. Someone flatlined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or someone who, yeah, who, who uh, <laughs> yeah, did you ever see someone who optionally, uh, you know, flatlined and went to another universe and came back? And didn't like what they saw. <laughs> then you look at your watch. I think the buses are starting again. Uh, yeah, know. yeah. Uh, it was nice meeting you, whatever your name is. I can see you later, fucking there, a trooper. So yeah, like I was like, that was fucked up, you know. Like he clearly went somewhere. Like something really bad happened to him. And then, uh, you know, he's. I, I meet him. I meet my. I meet him. Right, this happened. So I'm still hanging around there. So I'm around there for another like two weeks. So I see him like four or five days later. I see him at a cafe. We chat. 
he's looking at me with those eyes like like you know like just like those badger eyes where he just hasn't slept like just a darkness all around him like yeah he's like uh, and i was like I, I started thinking maybe i'll do it actually i was like yeah man next time you're doing it could i come he's like i don't think i'm ever gonna do it again i was like oh really he's like yeah <laughs> he's like uh he's like i uh this is the this is when this is re- this could not be better you know when they do that scared straight thing where they bring a guy in from prison to scare you? Yeah, yeah. This guy literally looked in my eyes and said, and, and leaned in to whisper, I think I brought something back with me. Nah, that's not good. <laughs> no, it is not, Derek. That is a fucking understatement and a half. This guy literally, and he leaned in as, as to feel like, it's kind of, it was funny because when he leaned in, we were talking, he was leaned back. And I, and I was like, oh, well, I do it. And he's like, I'm not going to do it again. And then he kind of looked over his shoulder and he leaned and he said, I think I brought something back. As to be like, the de- it's here, yeah. It's here, but the demon's a, a bit out of earshot. <laughs> like the demon is over at the counter getting a coffee. And he's like, before the demon comes back from getting its iced Americano, I, I think I brought something back with me. Well, do you think he did it like that because that's what he felt was right? Or, or do you think it's because he's seen too many movies and he processed his actual demon experience through the oh, yeah. thing of the sixth sense or whatever? I know it's what like, you mean. This is the most dramatic way to do it. I'm I know like, what you mean. And you're going to milk it a little bit if you brought a demon back with you from <laughs> the fucking afterlife. Like, I, I presume, he, I mean, did he tell you what he brought back or what he thought it was? Derek, I don't know if you've been in that situation before, but if someone says they brought a demon back with them, you leave. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you probably don't want to know too much, you know. <laughs> Literally, oh, what we're going to do? Start agitating the demon. Yeah, yeah. He's whispering it to me as to be like, I don't want the demon to hear. And I'm like, Tell me more about this demon. The demon's starting getting a bit. Don't be asking questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I guess, movie influence as well. You know what happens to guys who ask too many questions in the movie. So like... The demon's finding a new fucking host for his buddies. Like, but here's the thing. It's like the, the demon thing, it might be he's processing it through. Yeah, you watch movies and then you have feelings. So there's a bit of that. But he definitely was like traumatized. So, and he definitely saw something when he was tripping. Yeah, and yeah. now when you really see something like as vivid as we're seeing each other now your reality is fucking it's fucked up like because if you were with if you're actually with a fucking demon as much as we're with each other now like and then now you're just having a coffee at a fucking cafe <laughs> there's no difference like those two worlds are, are, are blurred in your head like yeah yeah <laughs> no yeah it would be very it wouldn't be good uh, yeah. Did you did you was did you talk to him afterwards? Like, well, see, see that. Again? Well, see, that's the thing. Like, the news. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So that was like five days after something like that. I just I bumped into him. He said I brought something back with me. And he tried to whisper it to me, like like I was going to help him. Like he's like call, kind of like here, kind of here. You you get an exorcist because I can't get one because he'll take me over if I. Get. Yeah, yeah. He's sort of like. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not getting involved. <laughs> he should go back to skydiving, right? So I fuck it. I said, he's like, I can't write. I can't write gambling articles. He was anymore. not saying. Oh, he was not saying Australian guy, was he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. He was the same. Yes. He's pointing at the plane. You see that too, right? That's that's a plane. You like, see that demon flying around down there? My friend's like. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I'll take the uh, the demon-infested, the demon-infested, frazzled Australian. Oh, mate, I got, I got a demon, a demon-a-roo. demon a He's a bit in soybeans. 
<laughs> Did let's jump out of this plane. Everything's all right. It? Jesus Christ, Rory, you're a good friend. <laughs> Rory, I know it's down in the dumps today, but fucking hell, you're really taking a bullet for me. Yeah, yeah. You're taking more than a bullet for me. You're taking a fucking terrorization, fucking uh, violation. So yeah, so I like that's five days. So I'm like, I'm fucking getting the fuck out of there. Right? I just bounce. I'm, I'm fucking shook up. I got the demon heebie-jeebies. Uh, he fucking saw that fucker. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, I'm there for another week. Another like five, six days go by. But it's small, cause small little town. Like it's just a little um, um, a beach town. So I like, I, 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 <laughs> I bump into him again. And now he's a bit cheery. He's like, hey, Osh. Oshane, how you doing? And I'm like, oh, hey, man, what's up? He's like, oh, man. He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what came over me. I'm in much better mood now. He's like, so if you want to do DMT, we can organize that. Oh, you're selling me on the DMT then, like? I don't know. That's not good. Uh, yeah, it's either him or the demon is now ruining the show. Like. I'm pretty sure something has grabbed the reins. This fucker looked at me and he said, man, I'm feeling much better now. He's like, if you want to organize that DMT. And I'm like, I said, are you sure you want to uh, do it again? You seem a bit shook. And he's like. I'm as sure as my name is Bielsa, I mean Joseph. <laughs> as sure as my name is Joseph, I want to do it again. And then you're like, what do you want for lunch? And he's like, I'm just going to have this spider. <laughs> I'm going to have this spaghetti. It was a lot of that. It was a yeah. lot of, uh, it's a lot of, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that would definitely put me off DMT because, uh, yeah, I don't want <laughs> to get taken over by a demon like. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. psychedelics have that. Psychedelics are a funny thing. You drink, you know what's going to happen. You do a bit of MDMA, you kind of know what's going to happen. A bit of coke, you, you know, smoke a bit of weed. Like, you kind of know what's going to happen. But, like, if you're, if there's a, it's always weird that drugs are, a lot of these psychedelics are taken recreationally. You know, you're at a festival, music festival. It's just like someone's like, oh, do you want to take these fucking DMT and whatever? And you're like, what does it do? They're like, it peels back reality and makes you see what is what is true beyond this realm of, of, of machine elves. And everything is, 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 is geometry and you don't exist. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, and then we'll go see the killers. Yeah. <laughs> all right, oh, great. I'll take it before Michael Bublé. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you want to wrap it up or do you want to talk about uh, what do you want to talk about? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, whatever. How, how do you feel? We're, we're at like, you know, almost on an hour now. Like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, yeah, we'll talk a bit about, uh, and then we'll wrap her up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think we need to do, uh, do we want to say something at the end? I don't know. This is fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, it's been another episode. Uh, yeah. Join us next week for another yeah yeah baby all right join us next week uh, new episode of high and dry podcast peace